Welcome. You have found the tip of the spear in alternative sports media, circumventing the dying dinosaurs of information suppression. This is the InfoWars Sportscast. Happy New Year and welcome to the InfoWars Podcast on this wonderful December 31st, 2014, as we say goodbye to the Illuminati hell of the past 2014 years. Today we look forward to 2015, a year of promise, a year of optimism, a year of baseball. So today, we open up the lines to you, our dedicated callers and fans, to give us predictions for the next year. Steve, what do you think about all that? Well, this is a, you know, a great annual tradition that we do. I mean, every year we've done the show, we, we've done our New Year's call-in. It's really a big part of what we do. And I'm excited to see what, uh, what our, our listeners have to say. You know, only the most you know, free-minded people listen to us. So I think, obviously, the calls will be great. Um, I think the predictions are usually spot on. And um, you know, you're, you're very optimistic about this year. But let's think for a second. It's 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 2015, and and what's one plus five? Six. Yep. So I have a feeling it's going to be one of those years. Oh, um, I have a no, feeling it will not start again. Yeah, it's it's you know unfortunate, um, but uh, you know if if, if um, we thought we were making progress in 2014, I expect a little bit of a step back um, this se- uh, this baseball season, but. You know, there's always a reason to be optimistic, but I think now that we're more aware of what's going on, I think it will be easier for us to kind of see this invisible hand. This invisible hand will start getting more visible and it'll start getting more clear to people. Um, you know, I think in the in the two or three podcasts we've done since our last one, um, you know, we, we've really told you how to identify what's going on and, and how to identify Illuminati action and reptilian action. So hopefully everybody's starting to wake up a little bit. Up. Yes, and, and we've been getting a lot of questions. Um, apparently, I think it was, was two shows. As you know, we do this show every week, and it's very difficult to get them out. So sometimes, you know, people may not hear them. They may not be – you know, if you don't have your shortwave on, you might have missed it. But um, several people were wondering what happened to us uh, um, two or three shows ago when, when we had a breach. Um, you know, that's just par for the course. Uh, we'll have a breach every once in a while. Hopefully, that's something we can fix in 2015. But, um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes our signal will get compromised. Um, again, you know, we're only using very, very basic technology. Um, you know, stuff from the 60s and 70s is less easy to hack. So we uh, we, we use that primarily. Oh, we, and then we have a – sorry, we what are you saying? Absolutely, we absolutely get hacked all the time. Right. I mean, so it's, it's sometimes scary. our shows will end. Don't worry. Uh, we're, Welcome we're to never Eagles Podcast Radio from WGN. Wait, Andy, what happened there? Yeah, yeah, I, I think we definitely got hacked. I, I don't know what oh, happened. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, checking the wires now. Yeah, we apologize. Um, sometimes we get we do get hacked. So, um, you know, there's nothing to worry about with with that uh, podcast at the end. Um, you know, you'd hear a police scanner, but that was just because they got our signal. Again, we're we're I'm not in the country, and, and Andy is in a, a metal cage in the middle of the desert somewhere. So it's, it's we're, we're always fine. Yes, so we're always fine. So. Um, anyway, let's get to our predictions. Um, do you want to, Andy? Absolutely. Would you like to start with our? Would you, would you like to start? Sure. With sure. Um, my reason for optimism, as I, as you caught on earlier, is that I think that in 2015, San Francisco is going to sink into the ocean and will never win a World Series ever again. Hmm. 
that's why I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely optimistic that, and the San Andreas fault is going to swallow. Well, guys, guys, I uh, hate to interrupt. We got a couple of phone calls on the line from the uh, oh, eight, wonderful eight, eight five six. Go ahead first. Uh, what's your name? Scott D. Kessel on Twitter. How you doing, guys? Hey, how good, are you? good. How, how are you? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you uh, for asking me to call in. I feel like a god on Twitter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, thank, thank you for taking the time out of your oh-so-busy schedule to come and speak with us. But you say that, and now I feel like a jackass, because I'm sitting in a white tee in front of a TV playing FIFA and reading Twitter. Are, are Very busy. Right now? So, so what's your prediction for, for the next year? All right, so, so the Braves, the Braves, uh, sell me, build me strategy is, is a false flag to get Ruben Amar Jr. to trade them Cole Hamels. That's actually a very good point. Um, you know, we know, we know that, that the Braves, yeah, the strategy, you know, they, they have been signing a lot of people and they've been just making trades for, for no reason. Um, and I, I do agree that there is a false flag at play there. Um, I don't know why they would want Cole Hamels. I don't really see the value there and and i think that the market for cole hamels is a complete false flag i mean we've been building this guy up and saying in philadelphia that you know this man is worth eight to ten prospects or something along those lines and i really do think we're starting to see an elevated trade market that's constantly distracting the people of philadelphia um with uh, with the cole hamels deal steve i think it's very obvious why the braves want to trade for cole hamels as the economy collapses and we go into the, the apocalypse and it's every man for ourselves we need any heating source possible. And I think that a Cole Hamels would definitely fit that bill. No, Andy, that is a good point about the, uh, about a coal, coal work <clears throat> at a coal based heating source. Um, as you know, that the, uh, the, the, the mole people that live in the center of the earth are getting very, very angry with our constant fracking. And so before they declare war on us, we will need to find other ways to, to harvest energy instead of oil. So we will actually need coal. Um, I don't think Philadelphia needs it. Um, Philadelphia has been very good in their reserves of energy. So if if Atlanta does need coal, then, then that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, and and Philadelphia is already a post-apocalyptic wasteland, so it's not like they need it need to help anyone. Well, let's that's, go that's, back. To, let's go back to the phones here, fellas. From the two hundred two, you're on with the Infowars. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I am Jake from the Suspended Family Barbecue, and I uh, oh. Welcome. Thanks for calling. Welcome, welcome to uh, welcome to the Infowars podcast. It's it's an honor to have a celebrity on our show. I I I don't think that's true. If I if I can't walk into a Chipotle and get free burritos, then I'm not a celebrity. Well, well that's because Chipotle is a, is an Illuminati based organization. I mean, I would never eat Chipotle based on the uh, the mind control chemicals they put in each of their burritos. Um, you know, you're obviously well, much blocked. That, that's true. It's all in the guac. Yes. I mean, I think anywhere that charges extra for guac is, is very – I would be very suspicious of. The only fast food place that's Illuminati free is Taco Bell and that's why you get sick after eating it. Because your body doesn't have the nano machines to make you feel better after eating See, it. See, that's interesting because for me, I, I get very sick when I eat any kind of dairy or cheese. So maybe that is because of, of it's free from the usual Illuminati-based chemicals. Uh, I've never really thought of that. Maybe I should stop taking these lactate pills. Maybe those are, are some kind of mind control. That's, that's a very good point, Andy. Anyway, Jake, uh, we, apologize for the, for the side note. Yeah. Uh, go on with your prediction, please. I think my prediction is at some sort of um, press conference. Billy Bean is going to kind of fall and slip and hit his arm on the podium, 
and it's going to be revealed that he has a bionic arm underneath, like, you know, an iRobot. Oh, wow. Wow. That right. makes, it turns that out, makes so much sense. It turns sense. out that Billy Bean is just a robot trolling everyone. What, what, what kind of robot do you think he is? Do you think he's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator? Do you think he's going to kill baseball? Or do you think he's a more friendly robot like like C3, C-3PO? I think he's more like Wally. Well, that, that would make sense if he was like Wally. He's constantly kind of clinging to this money ball theory. And he's the only person right. kind of maintaining it over and over and over again. And that would also explain some of the, the A's moves this year of, of just and, kind of trading everybody and everybody. And his name is Bill E. Ooh, right. And you yes. him in his office going, exit the phone, and Bill E. Oh, hmm. oh, my God. Earlier in the show, um, Andy made the prediction of, of, of San Francisco falling into the ocean and not being able to compete anymore. Do you think that's something? As someone who is an expert in that area, do you think that's something that is likely? Oceanography, you mean? Well, I mean, I think in, just in terms of San Francisco falling into the ocean. is, is that- I think it could happen. I think it could happen. But then you need to remember, if they fall into the ocean this year, there's a good chance the tides raise them up. The following year. Next oh, that year. is I true. I even think yeah. about that. Because San Francisco must rise every other year. Oh, it is the destiny is now. It's just, the, we, the, we misread what the Mayans were saying with 2012. They really meant that the San Francisco Giants will win the World Series every other year. Every other damn year. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for your call. That was a very good prediction. Yeah, thank you very much. Being a robot. We're going to write these predictions down, and then next New Year's Eve show, we're going to see kind of what hit. But, um, yeah, do you you think there's many robots in in baseball, Andy? I I think there are. I I, I think there's a combination of of reptilians, then also um, kind of friendly aliens that are trying to offset them, as well as robots. I mean, it's very likely that there are many robots, um, especially in in front office positions. Have you ever seen Tony La Russa speak? The man has to be a robot. There are so many baseball people. You watch these interviews with them, there is zero chance that they have any personality whatsoever. I doubt the humanity of 90% of baseball players. Well, I, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense that Tony LaRusso would be an alien. Because hear me – I mean, not an alien, a robot. I'm sorry. Uh, because it, hear me it, out. It, it, have, have, get them it, confused. Because robots operate on fuel. And a lot of times that fuel will burn off as alcohol. So when given a breathalyzer test, sometimes a robot will blow very high because that's just them combusting fuel internally. So exactly. I think that's, that's been to the Russo's problem. And gentlemen, that, uh, let's go to uh, the 610. I hate to interrupt, but a uh, very special guest on the line right now. Go ahead. Hello, 610. Welcome. Hey, this is Ian Riccoboni from uh, Phillies Nation TV calling in. Uh, just wanted to wish you all a uh, happy new year. And uh, hey, I was hoping to discuss happy, happy baseball. Year, you too. Thank you. Well, yeah, uh, and, uh, Ian, thanks for joining us. What's your uh, prediction for uh, 2015? Well, it has to do with the uh, the Cincinnati Reds, and I'll tell you what. There's uh, there's some interesting things happening, and I this is a bombshell. This is an exclusive that I wanted to give to everybody here tonight. Um, I've been sitting on it for about 40 years, but I think I finally put all the pieces together thanks to my good friend Jesse the Body Ventura. I was watching his show Conspiracy Theory, and it all started to make sense to me. Now, this is, you're going to have to follow me here, but the Cincinnati Reds are on a race to the bottom with the Philadelphia Phillies, and the trade for Marlon Bird was a false flag operation. I'll tell you why. They've been cutting payroll left and right. They traded Matt Latos. They traded Alfredo Simon because the D.B. Cooper money finally ran out. Oh, jeez. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of people don't know this. If you look at the composite sketch of what D.B. Cooper would look like today from the FBI themselves, if you take that photo, who does it look like? It looks exactly like Dave Thomas. It is no coincidence that Dave, Dave Thomas, Thomas the, the, the founder of Wendy's. Absolutely. Dave Thomas, the wow. founder of Wendy's. Yeah. And, it, and if you follow me here, no coincidence that shortly thereafter, that shortly after D.B. Cooper hijacked the plane, stole the money and parachuted out of the plane, the first drive through Wendy's opened and Wendy's became a major major player in the fast food world. And, and I'll tell you, that's significant for a number of reasons. If D.B. Cooper doesn't take that money and start the Wendy's drive throughs I don't know where the city of Cincinnati is because that brought in all kinds of revenue. That was 19, what, 1971? Yes. Um, it's pretty soon after, the Cincinnati Reds become major contenders. They make the World Series in 72. They win in 75 and 76. All these years of prosperity, Pete Rose... I'm not saying that Dave Thomas funded Pete Rose's gambling, but who knows? I don't want to blow that, you know, the lid off of that. But now yeah, that I think D.B. That Cooper, would be, let's not assume. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't want to put it out there, but you know, just in case, you know, anybody's trying to put the pieces together. Um, oh, the pieces, like the, the pieces are here. The, the pieces yeah. you have, you have exposed something unbelievable. You, you, have, and, you know, and I've. Thank you. I, and I've been sitting on this for years. And I finally, by listening to Alex Jones and listening to Jesse the Body, you know, I finally Two feel heroes. comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. I finally feel comfortable, um, you know, proposing this. And you look at the FBI sketch of D.B. Cooper. It is clearly Dave Thomas. It's clearly, clearly Dave Thomas. Where is Dave Thomas from? Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Reds have been, you know, they were a powerhouse in the 70s. Why? Because they have the Wendy's drive through money. You know, if you do the math on putting that money into a a typical CD or a typical long-term uh, investment plan, 2015 is the year the money runs out. It's no coincidence that they've traded Alfredo Simon um, and Matt Latos. And, you know, now they trade for Marlon Byrd. They act like it's a big acquisition, but it's not. It's a false flag. The Reds are racing to the bottom just with the Phillies. And uh, they're co-conspirators in, in wow. a race to get the number one pick, Crazy. and that's crazy. And and the craziest thing of all, do, do you feel here. that Dave Thomas is has Dave Thomas? Then, oh. I, you know, I don't know. Dave Thomas, um, he's a mysterious figure. I mean, obviously, he was the one that that successfully extorted uh, the the FBI out of two hundred thousand dollars, and uh, he he parachuted somewhere out into the Pacific Northwest, and then returned to Cincinnati to start the, the drive-through business. So. Um, so is, I, has he faked his own death is, is what oh, I was asking. He, oh, he, I'm he sorry. Faked his own death several years ago. It, it's possible. I mean, it's very clear that Andy Kaufman has. I think we can all agree mm -hmm. that, that Andy Kaufman is. Yeah, I, he's just waiting to make his big return. He might uh, be. So, no, I mean, as we know, there's, there's been several big high profile. Failures. Andrew Breitbart, for example, has faked his own death. And I expect him to resurface soon. His um, bionic yeah, heart will save him. Exactly. You know, and, and Tupac, I mean, we all saw Tupac. That wasn't a hologram. I mean, that, that was Tupac. Right. I mean, that's oh, zero. Yeah. Hologram technology is not that good. Think about, it, think about it this way. Cincinnati is running out of money. What's a, what's a food menu on the menu of Wendy's? Chicken. What's the guy's name? Marlon Bird. I mean, wow. Can you be, wow. can you be more obvious? So Marlin fish sandwiches, right, right, and now they have a grilled. Now they have a they have a grilled uh, fish sandwich. 
Who, right, exactly. Who? Wow. You, you, you know, see as, the as you know, I'm in the, I'm in the Philippines. We we just have Jollibees here. We don't have Wendy's. But yes, as uh, I'm googling right now, and there in fact is a fish sandwich and a chicken sandwich on the menu of Wendy's. Unbelievable. Wow. There's also you something off. called a, a baconator that sounds delicious. What is that? Hmm. Deliciousness. Mm. Hate to cut you off, Ian, but thank you very much for the call. We have to go on to more predictions to expose oh, no more problem. of the Illuminati lie. Absolutely. Hey, I got to go anyway because uh, the drones are following me. So I'll, I'll talk right, to you guys man. later. Be safe. Be yeah. safe, my All friend. right. Thank you. 804, welcome. Hello. I am a first-time listener, first-time caller. And I was just wondering what you all thought about the possibility of the Will Myers trait being used to uh, finally bring Cole Hamels back to Southern California. I don't understand. What? Are you serious? You waited on the line. Wait on line an hour. Go, go get a hobby. Get a hobby. Don't, don't waste our time with ridiculous calls like, like this. There, I, I can't believe the disrespect to get calls like that. These, who these is, is working our, who is working our call board today? That Nicely. is, I don't understand why we're not getting these calls screened. I mean, this is a very, very important show. And Nicely here we are produced. getting nonsense calls in there. I mean, that, that, that should never happen. I mean, it, we, we so seldom do call-ins. Why would someone do that? Why would anyone care about Will Myers? Sorry, who cares about Southern California and professional baseball? Sorry, we're guys. talking about the conspiracy and the lies behind it, not the game itself. Jeez. Okay. Thank, we'll, we'll move to we, another call, guys. That's, a, that's my bad. That's my bad. Uh, <laughs> not, not nicely produced. Um, let's go to uh, the 972. You're on the air. 972, yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah, what it is. Uh, what yeah, is? I just wanted to let you guys uh, know that my prediction is going to be we're going to see the first defection happen in uh, professional baseball. Defection. You're going to see where? Jose Abreu defect from the White Sox, show up at a red uh, at the Red Sox dugout, take off his jersey, and he's going to have that black and red down there, and he's just going to say too sweet. He's going to hit a home run right off the Chris sale. What do you think about that? I think it's definitely possible. Um, contracts are just sheets of paper. Fiat right, and, and again, weak. yeah, fiat money doesn't mean anything. So you're saying that that a player. Not so much defecting from from Cuba to America, which, by the way, Cuba and America are the exact same country. There's no such thing as right. as borders. I mean, this is all controlled by this unseen hand. So within that that kind of unseen hand of, of Major League Baseball, we'll see a player defect from one team to another team. Um, I, yeah, he's going to trade I, in his black and white for that red and black attack. Wow, I, I really that that is something I think is very likely, and I'm surprised we haven't seen it. I always have me, felt me like either. that's something that's just a matter of time before a player just switches sides. Um, and you know, I don't see anything that would be able to stop that. I mean, I think as long as it's a if it's someone like um, you know, you said Abreu, that's somebody that that is major league baseball wants to see do very well. So I don't think there would be anything to stop that. And I also can see them punishing a team like the White Sox um, and switching to the yeah, Red I mean, Sox. If they try to stop that, you know. They might end up in a body bag. I feel. I, I feel that too. And, and you I know, can see you know them that, going to a FEMA camp. To be honest with you, I can see it right now. Yeah, and and you know, with the the Boston fan base, I mean, I I think they wouldn't be able to really defy them. I think there's a there's a point in time where you know is is Red Sox nation more powerful than you know the Illuminati nation, or is it more powerful than than you know another fan base? Will that Shit, but that power shift to be something that they can pull off, and I, I think it's very possible, and I think it is something that we will start seeing more and more often. So, thank you for the call. I really appreciate that. That's a very good point. So, so my only question is, um, 
Do you think that Jose Abreu's safety is in question if he tries to defect from Chicago to the Red Sox? I can't uh, imagine that a raft would do very well on a highway, to be honest with you. That's true. Well, I, I don't I – don't, again, the power of this Red Sox nation, I think any fan base that calls themselves a nation is, is – does wield some sort of power. So I don't I, – I think he would be protected. I don't think he would be at risk. I think that is actually something he would easily be able to do. Completely agreed. Um, we'll see. I mean we'll, we'll definitely see what the, the future holds for Jose Abreu and the defection and whether or not fiat currency will cause – the crash of the American economy. And, uh, gentlemen, we have another caller on the line. Caller, go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, I'm calling you from my bunker. And I will not tell you where, so do not ask. Where are you uh, calling from? I will not tell you. I was just testing you, my man. I was just testing you. Not funny. I think by the end of this year, we will see the first team convert its entire payroll to Bitcoin. Uh, and I think we will see by the end of next year that all other teams have ceased to exist because of their reliance on fiat currency. So the one team will have total control over everything. Yes. Well, so, so that will render Major League Baseball to just one team. Well, Major League Baseball is a cartel and deserves to be broken up. Com- completely agreed. Completely Which agreed. team do you think will be the Bitcoin team? The Yankees. They seem like they're the only ones who understand that the future of baseball is in Bitcoin. They, I, I would normally agree with you, but the, the Yankees have controlled with their fiat forever. I mean, we've been mocking them forever as baseball fans for continually using uh, uh, fiat currency. We need to consider alternative teams, not just the New York Yankees being the team to use it because they've abused – Fiat currency forever. I just don't see them making this sudden change. I could see. Okay. Other well, teams. what about what about what about a team like the Marlins? Jeff Loria. He seems to know what's going on. He seems I, pretty smart. He's never used fiat. Maybe right. in his life. But he's, I don't think he spent lots has... of times gouging the taxpayers to send a message about the government. And. I point. think that uh, the, the Marlins may be the team, the team to survive the, the great dollar crash of 2015. What do you think about the possibility that the home run machine, that $2 million monstrosity in left center field, is actually a Bitcoin mining ring? I love that theory. I, I, every time a home run goes off. Another Bitcoin is mined. It makes so much sense. And you know, uh, everybody's making fun of that 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 uh, home run machine, just like everyone makes fun of my Bitcoin mining rig that I have in my basement. I don't understand how people can't see this. Uh, I mean, we've been predicting we've been predicting uh, Bitcoin becoming the, the official currency of Major League Baseball for um, for a very long time now. So yes, that that backs up our point. I mean, we were expecting you know the first Bitcoin contract um, this year, but um, you know, obviously, there's no proof that. Again, we, we predicted that Pedro Sandoval was going to get the first Bitcoin contract, but there's there's no proof that he hasn't been. So I actually do agree with your p- p- prediction that we will and, see. And there never switch. will be. That's what's so great about Bitcoin, that nobody will ever be able to prove anything that happened within it. No, no connections. That's it's, why Bitcoin it, is my it, is my my currency of choice for engaging in uh, a con- consenting relationship with heroin and. We're all adults here. 
Yeah, well, we're older. I'm an, so I'm an adult. You dude, I, should, you I, should, I should be allowed to buy heroin and steroids online. And I use Bitcoin to do it. You know what? Mm. I think baseball players do that too. I think baseball players use Bitcoin. They go on the Silk Road. They go on the Onion. They go on the, the secret dark web. And that's how they get their steroids. Not through brokers. like and that's, why Alex, and that's why Alex Rodriguez got caught. Because he because didn't he did understand use, Bitcoin. Exactly. No, he, Alex Rodriguez never used steroids in his life. He's just an alien. That's why his blood record is showing up like that, and his urine record counts. And that'll come out. That'll come out uh, in public knowledge soon. But no, I do agree with you on the uh, the Bitcoin and and you know who am I to judge what substances you want to put in your own body? That that's not for me to say. You should or should not do anything. Your body is your decision. It's not anybody else's. It's not the government. So uh, we thank you for the call. Thank you. I'm going to go cook some heroin down in a spoon and shoot up. Well, God bless. God bless. You know what? Whatever makes people happy. Uh, you know, exactly. it's, it's, it's like, you know what? Some people shoot up heroin. Some people do podcasts online to make people laugh. Some people do tremendously serious podcasts online, like the InfoWars baseball podcast. Right. Exactly. It's it's up to it's people. As as we go into this new year, we have to consider that we're heading towards hell. We are tumbling face first into eternity. And this is the time when we need to consider our future. That's why we stock up on gold. That's why we stock up on silver. That's why we have food that won't spoil for 69 years. To be honest with you, if the world ends, it may not be that bad of a thing. But as long as our legacy survives, that's all that matters. That is that is exactly it, and that, you know, and I feel that society will always rebuild. Um, you know, society's collapse is inevitable, but it will rebuild, and and the secret is just making sure that the right people rebuild, and that we know to learn from past mistakes. So, you know, yes, baseball is, is very corrupt and is run, but I feel that a hundred years from now, the new baseball that will spring out of the ashes of, of a burned society will be a little bit more balanced and we will actually have free baseball and free thought and free trade completely agreed and may the new year bring in all of the exactly things. steve i want to thank you for another wonderful show my friend oh it's always a pleasure um again you know i hope people respect how difficult it is for us to get this signal out there so if you are hearing the show live on new year's eve which we're doing right now um again we thank you for turn adjusting your shortwave radios and pointing them towards the sky um, and, and spending your new year's eve with us and uh, yes we wish you all a very uh, happy prosperous and um, illuminati free 2015 Keep your eyes on the sky and your feet on the ground, and the InfoWars podcast will save your life. All right, everyone. Have a pleasant new year. We'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.